Welcome to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap. Here's the pitch. A Time to tap the keg with Lane Grindle. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to American Family Fields of Phoenix. Spring training is upon us. The Cactus League season is well underway, and it's been good to hear the crack of the bat again, to see sunshine again. I know those of you back in Wisconsin can understand how frustrating that has been over the past month or so, and so it's it's good. It's good that baseball's back and that the Brewers are back on the diamond. The Brewers uh, losing on Tuesday to the Padres in Cactus League play by a final score of 3-1. to But, of course, as you know the drill with spring training, you never get too worried about uh, scores, final scores, standings, things of that nature. They're kind of secondary when we're talking about the Cactus League. Of course, the Brewers did win the Cactus League last year and went on to go to the NLCS game seven. But at the same time, there's really no reason to worry too much about spring training scores. Brewers sit um, right now at one and three in Cactus League play. They lost on Saturday to the Cubs, then bounced back, beat the Rangers on Sunday, lost to the Angels on Monday, and then Tuesday at the hands of the Padres. But there's been some really good stuff come out of spring training so far. And the most important thing, of course, is the new complex, the American Family Fields of Phoenix. This is just an incredible renovation of this space and kudos to the whole Brewers organization whether it be Rick Schlesinger whether it be David Stearns of course principal owner Mark Atanasio uh, and for all of those three for their vision but also for Tyler Barnes for putting it into action and putting it into motion this was really a team effort from the Brewers and uh, they, they spared no expense they went big they went classy and they built uh, just a cathedral for baseball and baseball development and you know I think most of you have probably seen the pictures online you've maybe you know been on the Brewers social media uh, different platforms and seen some of the pictures or maybe you've gone to brewers.com and seen some of the pictures of this facility and it is jaw-dropping just how nice it is just how incredible it is but I think the thing you don't appreciate until you're here is the the sheer size of it I know for me that's what blew me away was that they took a space that seemed small and seemed somewhat landlocked uh, when the decision to renovate uh, the old Maryville baseball complex and turn it into what is now the American Family Fields of Phoenix was uh, announced. You thought, well, there's not a lot of space there. How are they going to get creative with all of it? And they didn't. They didn't just get creative with all of it. They they blew this thing out of the water, and there is just an incredible amount of space. And it's very logical. It makes a lot of sense. There's a natural flow to the building. And it, it really, it has all the bells and whistles. Some of the highlights for me when I got my first tour on Thursday when I got down here, um, the agility field right off the weight room and the way that all flows together and the way that spills out onto the agility field, just a really cool um, situation. The weight room is massive. Um, it has a, a great look to it, a great feel to it. And all those windows that open up to the agility field, it just, it really kind of screams, let's get down to business and get better today. And I'm sure that's what the Brewers were going for. Um, I said the sheer size of it, the, the home clubhouse 
is ginormous. And it has one of those big screens on the one wall that has like nine televisions um, together working as one huge absolute monster screen, almost like a movie screen. And I had a chance on Tuesday, um, you're going to hear from, from Zach Davies coming up here um, from his start on Tuesday. He pitched very well Tuesday, two innings, looks good, looks to be trending in a good direction right now. And while we were sitting there doing the interview in the clubhouse, while the game was going on, you turn around and you're watching the game on there. It's really just a, it's, it's an amazing thing. It's very cool. The hydro pools are really cool. Uh, now big cafeteria for these guys that they didn't really have that sort of a situation with the old complex. Uh, they have meeting rooms for both the minor leaguers and the major leaguers, and everybody's in one house now too, which is good. They're just better communication that has opened up between the minor league side and the major league side. This is a really big deal. And, of course, the first game at the American Family Fields of Phoenix was played on Tuesday. And, you know, the, the actual stadium itself, there wasn't a ton of changes, but there's a few very noticeable ones if you're there. There are no longer benches down the third baseline and the first baseline, all permanent seating. They've changed the color with some paint. Um, there are better windows in the press box for those of us that, that deal with that. We were excited about that. There's also now a visiting clubhouse on the third base side. So there are steps down into the third base dugout so guys can get from there up uh, through the concourse into their clubhouse now as well. So uh, a lot of really good things that have gone on with the American Family Fields of Phoenix. And then, of course, the biggest addition that you'll notice if you come down here is the huge scoreboard in left center field, which also really has uh, made for a nice situation for um, visiting fans. It just It's increased the game atmosphere, and the concourses are wider as well. So just a good situation, really exciting. Now, from a baseball standpoint, the biggest news of camp so far, probably a couple of things. One has been Mike Moustakis. One, he's signed, he's back with the Brewers. Everybody's excited about that. But the big note there is that he's going to play second base, and he's gotten into two games now at second base. He's looked pretty good handling himself defensively at second base, and he's hitting so far. He's two for fourth, a couple of doubles so far in spring training. The other big news that I think people are going to be paying close attention to is Jimmy Nelson. Had a minor setback earlier this week, uh, nothing to be concerned about. He said very, very minor, kind of almost slapped it off. He caught a cleat, but a little discomfort, not in his shoulder, but in a forearm. Uh, again, very minor, and he should be back throwing very soon. So I think Jimmy Nelson's still on a good track to really impact this 2019 Brewers team. Here's what we have for you coming up on the podcast today. Told you had a chance to talk to Zach Davies. You're going to hear from him on how he wants to really get off to a good start in 2019 after a frustrating year with injuries in 2018. We're going to run through some of the statistics from some of the minor leaguers that have been over in these spring training games so far. Corey Ray's been really impressive. Lucas Ersig's done some really good things. Zach Brown got a start in Tempe against the Angels a couple of days ago and looked very good as well. Marcos Diplon pitched a scoreless inning. Nate Greep as well. So we'll run through some of their numbers for you as well. And then we're going to talk to Corey Ray. Had a chance to catch up with him and talk about his home run and his first at bat of spring training on Saturday and just how much confidence he has right now compared to maybe where he was a year and a half ago or so. So that's all coming up. Let's jump right into it. Zach Davies joins us now. Braun sends it to left center and deep. Get up! Get up! Get out of here and gone again for Ryan Braun. He just hit another three-run shot out of here. 
Time to catch up with the crew. Zach Davies is our guest here on Brewers on Tap. Uh, another two innings for you on Tuesday. Uh, you got to throw, throw out the first pitch at the newly renovated American Family Fields of Phoenix. I know it's quite an honor. It probably was pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. It's it's nice to get out there and see what, what the facility looks like, not just our strength facility and our clubhouse, but also the field and see what kind of changes came. So it was fun. It's a little bit of exciting because it's, it's completely new for us too. Um, but, you know, it was good to get back out there. It's, it's nice to kind of get started here with games and um, fun to be a part of. You're two, time, two times through now, um, an inning on Saturday and now two innings on Tuesday. Start to feel a little bit more real as you're ramping up and getting ready for the season once you get through that second time. Definitely, you know, it's uh, the more you get out there, the better you feel. Um, the more you have a chance to work on the things that you want to work on, um, and it's it's game scenario. Um, it feels feels good to throw to hitters and throw in meaningful games, and um, you know, I think everybody's ready to to be in games pitcher wise. I know some of the position players take it easy just because it's a long long spring training, um, but you know, everybody everybody's ready to go now. Have you been able to work with Grandal much yet, and and what have been your impressions of him as as a guy that you're going to be throwing to this year? I've had a couple of bullpens with with uh, Yaz. I think more so behind the scenes stuff, talking to him about hitters, talking to him about situations and, and types of pitchers and how I resemble. And so you know, there's there's more work than just on the field. But you know, he's he's awesome. He's knowledgeable. He has plenty of years, <laughs> plenty of years of uh, expertise and. Um, you know he's he's open too. He's he's new. He knows that he's gonna have to be open and get to know people in order for it to mesh and, and for it to work. Um, and you know he's he's taken to that. And everybody everybody enjoys kind of working with him. Craig Council talked a lot about another set of eyes that you kind of bring into the clubhouse with him. H- have you noticed that? Is is he brought new ideas to the table when you chatted with him? Yeah, you know, we we have everybody has their differences in organizations, and um, you know, it's it's good to have a fresh perspective and in, in something that uh, you know you may not do either one person's view completely. You might mesh them together and figure out something that works even better than than both of your regular uh, views and the way you do things. So it's good to have a new guy uh, with a new perspective, and, and that we can all kind of mesh and, and communicate together same thing as well with chris hook now being the pitching coach what what has that relationship been like early on you know i i've known hooky for a while the first time i actually met him was in the fall league in 2014 uh, back when i was with the orioles so I, i've known him for a little while i've, I've always liked hooky and he's always been a good player guy that uh very very calm very easy demeanor that uh you know works well with us where it's it's small stuff it's never end of the world type scenarios but there's small things that we need to work on and and when a guy is stress-free and not worried too much about it that that helps a lot of players out so hooky with with the easy attitude the the knowledge for the game that he has and and working with a lot of guys in this clubhouse I think would definitely brings another level to us. Zach Davies is with us you were a 17 game winner in 2017 last year was a frustrating year from a health standpoint for you what uh what'd you learn from that and how did it kind of motivate you this offseason? Um, you know, you have a lot of a lot of downtime when you're hurt, and uh, you have a lot of rest period where it's just rehab and no field work. So you have a lot of time to look at video, to talk to people, to just watch the game from the dugout. Um, and so that that's once once it became a, a longer period of time of injury, I, I kind of took to that and 
you know, with Vote in the clubhouse too, it was awesome being able to stay with us and because, you know, he's he has plenty of years with the A's and um, a couple of years with us. So, you know, he's a great mind to pick as well. Um, so, you know, I, I try to take advantage of that as much as possible, um, learning baseball w with other people. But for me, after the injuries, the uh, the time down helped me figure out a, a better routine, uh, things that I need to do to get back to health, when to, what I need to do, like timeline-wise, not rushing it. Um, so I think it kind of opened my eyes up a little bit to keep my body healthy and, and try and stay on the field. Back to this facility and, and everything that it brings to the table, obviously people that come to the games are going to see the stadium, and, and, and there are differences, not, not drastic differences, but there are differences there. But from a player development standpoint, from a player standpoint just in terms of the amenities and the things that you guys have at your disposal, what are the biggest changes that are really significantly going to help you? You know, every there, there's everything you need here. Now there's no complaints. There, like we we have everything that we need when we need it. Uh, you have a great training room. You have a great uh, weight room. Clubhouses there for everybody. It's I know some some places have split clubhouses in spring training, but everybody's here. Everybody's together and and being able to converse and, and hang out together. Uh, and at the same time, it's a little bit of a psychological thing where. Sometimes you're worrying about it. You don't think it affects you, but it kind of gives you a different attitude. Now that everything's here, everything's easy. Everything, you, you get into the weight room, you do your stretching routine, you get all your weights in, you go into the training room, treatment if you need it, and it's, everything's just seamless now. Zach, we appreciate it as always. Thank you. Checking in on the farm. All right, as we check on the farm, a couple of guys that have really impressed so far over on the big league side when they've been called over, or some guys that are in camp. Number one, Bryce Terang. Bryce Terang was a high schooler a year ago at this time. Brewers take him with their first-round draft pick, and here he is on Monday in Tempe, playing against the Angels, getting in and getting a hit in his first at-bat of spring training ever. Pretty neat. And Bryce Terang... Uh, admitted there were some butterflies, but that was a cool story. Bryce Terang probably going to be maybe in Wisconsin at some point this year in Class A, but uh, just 19 years of age and a really talented kid. Physically has a, a long way to go, as you might expect at 19, but this is a talented baseball player that has a chance to be a really good ball player for the Brewers before it's all said and done. You know who else has looked good when he's gotten opportunities? And this is good news because he's had some struggles and you'd like to see him put together a big year in 2019. But Trent Grisham, three for six so far with a run driven in, uh, which is encouraging. I mean, spring training numbers don't always translate even to the minor league season, but still fun to see Trent Grisham, who's had some struggles at the plate over the last couple of years, um, have some success in some of these major league games in spring training. Corey Ray, we told you about him. We're going to talk to him in just a few moments. Four for nine so far with a double and a home run and three driven in for Corey Ray. Um, Corey Ray looks like a guy that has put some of those early struggles behind him, and now he's ready to fully blossom into being one of the better prospects in baseball. I really believe that he has the right mindset. You're going to hear some of that from him coming up in a little bit. Lucas Ersig is two for seven, but has a home run and a double and a couple of runs driven in. Keston Hura has been able to collect a hit 
now for the Brewers. Uh, he is one for four so far in spring training. And um, then uh, Troy Stokes Jr. also has gotten a lot of early playing time. Not a lot of the Brewers outfielders have been playing at the major league level so far. Ben Gamble's been out there. Aaron Perez has been out there. But no Christian Yelich yet. No Ryan Braun yet. No Lorenzo Cain yet. So it's created a bunch of opportunities for these minor league outfielders like Troy Stokes to be out there a little bit. And that's been fun to see. So from a hitting standpoint, some position players that are are turning some heads and, and I think have been impressive so far. Then on the mound, we told you about Zach Brown. He started uh, on Monday in uh, Tempe against the Angels through uh, an inning. Uh, did walk a batter, but that was it. Otherwise, it was a scoreless inning for Zach Brown, so that was encouraging. Luke Barker's thrown a couple of innings and not given up a run. Just one hit so far for Luke Barker. Uh, Marcos Deplon one clean inning with a strikeout, Nate Greep. Uh, has thrown one inning of scoreless baseball. He did give up a hit. So a lot of these young guys uh, showing that they're ready to, to to get after it this year when they get to their minor league season. So that's been fun to see. Corey Wright told you about his numbers, four for nine. He homered in his first at-bat of the spring. He is ready to capitalize on last year's 2018 Southern League MVP, minor league player of the year in the Brewers organization, and uh, take it to the next level in 2019. Corey Ray is with us here on Brewers on Tap. Corey, uh, you've had a chance to get in a lot of action early on in spring training. That has to be a lot of fun for you. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Uh, you know that I've grown. You know, over the last three games and over the last couple of weeks being here with these guys, uh, I've grown, and I'm excited to see where I where I end up. What are what are some of the things you've been able to pick up being around these guys that have that have now done it at the major league level for quite a while? Uh, one of the things I've picked up is that, um, you know, BP means nothing as far as results um, it's about getting your body in the right position um, to swing um, to be able to do what what it is that you feel you need to do to be successful in the game um, I think that's one of the biggest things another thing that I, I'm really excited about um, and that I really that I really embrace is I, I made a, a pretty good catch in the gap the other day and um, the outfield coach comes in and he says let's look at video um, and it wasn't about you know, you did this right, you did this wrong. It was something to tighten up and make me a more efficient outfielder. And I embrace that because you're always, as a baseball player and a competitor, you're always looking to get better and um, to to take a catch that I thought I, I did pretty good on and to realize that, you know, no, you can get better is something that I really, really love. I think that's a, a really interesting conversation because with you, when people talked about you coming out uh, of Louisville, it was probably can play all three positions can he can he play them great can he be a plus defender you have the athleticism to do it but there's just a lot to learn right about just anticipation and 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 efficiency with your routes and those are the types of things that you've been working on over the last few years yeah definitely Uh, and I think that as you go on and as you get more experience you learn that athleticism has nothing to do with how good of an outfitter you are right like you think you put a guy out there he's super athletic you think he's a really good outfitter and you put a guy out there who's not so athletic and you think he has to be a an, an average defender, but actually it's the opposite, right? Like, it doesn't matter how athletic you are or it doesn't matter um, how fast you are. It's all about efficiently, route, efficient, route efficiency, uh, the jumps that you get, um, the routes that you take. It's just a lot that goes into being a good outfielder that goes way beyond what you're used to. You hit the home run in your first at-bat of the spring. How big of a deal is that just to kind of get you off on the right foot, get that confidence going right away? Uh, It's good. I think that it was good for me because I got ahead in the count. 
in in live VPs, I was everything was moving so fast. I felt like in in the game you expect it to speed up more, and yeah, it's still a little fast just because it's early spring. But um, to be able to lay off some pitches and get myself into account where I am able to take a chance and do damage and make contact um, is really big for me and encouraging. Last year, a lot of it came together for you. You had 27 home runs. You had a bunch of stolen bases. You're the Southern League MVP. And that, that came on the heels of, you know, maybe a tough start right out uh, when you were drafted in 16. Of course, the injury that kind of threw everything off in 17. How big of a deal was it to, to get things going last year like you did? And I know you have a lot more that you want to improve upon and grow with. But to, to have a successful season like that, you maybe wouldn't have admitted it in 16 or 17, but I'm sure there was some frustration. And to kind of put some of that behind you, how good did that feel? Really good. Uh, believe it or not, there was a lot of frustration yeah. um, last year too. Even even last year in the season that I had last last season, there were some there was some frustration. But um, just to be able to put up some numbers um, and and to move in the right direction, I think you always want to move in the right direction, especially as a prospect. Um, and to be able to move in the right direction is encouraging because I'm, it's not like the year before last I, I worked less, right? Like yeah. I continue to work hard and I've worked hard my entire life. And for it to finally pay off in a little bit um, is very encouraging and it, it shows that eventually, you know, the, the work will pay off. You're getting closer now. Do you feel it that, you know, AAA could be around the corner and, and then, of course, the next step is, is here? Yeah, definitely. Uh you know, you you always feel it. I think when when you get to Double A, you start to feel it and you start to um, you start to see it. Um, you start to dream about it. But I think that a goal for me this year, a big goal, is to just be where my feet are. Um, if I go to Triple A, to be in Triple A and not to look toward when I'm getting a call to the big leagues or anything like that, because Triple A still hard and you yeah. still gotta focus and give your all to Triple A if you want to be the player that you are in Triple A to get to where it is that you you want to go. Corey, we appreciate it. Thanks so much, buddy. Thank you. Here's what's on tap. All right, here is what's coming up for the Brewers. Of course, the season's right around the corner. No better place to cheer on the crew than at Miller Park. Single game tickets for all 81 home games on sale now. And uh, you can start making your plans for what what those dates are going to be to make it out to Miller Park for this season's stop action. Still tickets for including uh, for marquee showdowns against the Cubs, Cardinals, Dodgers, all those still available. Make sure you get out to the ballpark for those. And don't forget, it's uh, all about some of the great giveaways this year. Jesus Aguilar bobblehead on opening weekend. Christian Yelich MVP bobblehead in June. The Cecil Cooper replica jersey in July. And so much more. Tickets again available at the Miller Park box office or by phone at 414-902-4000 or online at brewers.com slash tickets should be a fun season we can't wait we've got another brewers on tap episode number 142 will come your way next week this has been episode number 141 have a great week everybody i'm lincoln brewers, 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 brewers.